Adrian, thank you so much for the time to chat with you. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, uh, retrograde is really great. It's really interesting. Um, what was it that excited you about to, about the story to tell the story? Um, on a selfish level, I was excited to work with my friends again and make you know <laughs> make some make a movie with my friends. That's that's one of the uh, uh, one of the best things I, I think you can do. Um, but then writing it and I, I was more interested in everything going on in the thematic level. You know, I, I got really into this idea of exploring how fragile um, the idea and our perceptions of truth uh, are um, and who controls it and what happens when you feel you don't control it, you know, and, and funneling it through this, this, you know, comically small uh, conflict. Yeah, it, it is, it is definitely something that be, that is so small, but escalates or at least in Molly's mind. Uh, I, and I know the act, uh, the actress is Molly, but I think the character's name is Molly as well. Yes, both are named Molly. <laughs> um, I, I, I was wondering before we get to that stuff, because I really want to talk about that stuff. I, I'm just wondering about how you decided to shoot the film. Like, was there a lot of improv? Because it felt like it was a very natural flow to the to the scenes. There was some improv, though, though it was it did start from a full script, a full 90, 90 ish page script. Um, but because we, this was a style that we had sort of developed on my previous film, which was entirely improvised, where you just do, you know, one camera setup and you, you know, you, you, you have the outline, but you improv it until you get it somewhere that people might want to watch it. Um, whereas this one was from a full script, but because we still were shooting it the same way there was, and doing like 20-ish takes, there was a lot of opportunity to change things that weren't working or just alter things because we wanted to explore different avenues. Um, so, well, it started from a script. I don't think any scene was untouched by improv at some point. Um, the very final line of the film was actually a bit that the um, uh, the actress who plays uh, Gabrielle, Sophia Benzoff, um, came up with. Because uh, I had it. You know, I, in the script, I said something about she just goes on and on about astrology and credits roll. And she was like, well, I can't actually go on that much. So she, she did that perfect little summary of uh, astrology there where it's a snapshot of the universe and your place in it. And that was a perfect little button on the film. So I'm always I always find uh, improv very rewarding. I like having um, I like being surprised on the day. I just find it more fun <laughs> than, you know, sticking to the script verbatim. Um, I also find that to a certain extent, when um, actors are improving, it's almost like impossible for it to ring false because it's it's it can be a more intuitive thing. So it will never be, you know, a wrong delivery or a, a false delivery. So I can find it very freeing to embrace it. You know, I, I could sense that because there everybody feels present, and mm. and sometimes when it's just written off the page you don't get that in the same way because the the responses don't feel as as natural and that certainly is the the case with with this film um, yeah 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 i think I, I i like it when yeah everyone's just reacting to each other and uh and being very present we had a lot of that in that that climactic party scene um we even had the crew starting to react to, to all the arguments and stuff which was a lot of fun <laughs> that's cool
That's really cool. Um, well, you know, you, you mentioned before, this film has a lot to do with truth and perceptions of truth. And that is absolutely the case, like almost maddeningly so. And you, and it's funny because again, you don't let us see, you don't let us see what happened. You just, with the film picks up immediately after, after the events that take place. Um, so I, I guess I, I wanted to ask you that about, about the nature of truth, especially in this film is how do we know what it is when we are coming to it with different perceptions and stories? I, I don't, I think, I don't think it is entirely possible. I think that it's a framework, um, but not, you know, <laughs> something that necessarily just is in its own right. And so that's why I didn't want to show what actually happened because you have the, you know, the by them being law and they're made true by the cop observing them. And you have, you know, Molly's experiential with truth. Uh, um, but of course, both of these can be subjective, but uh, I had to write a whole paper on this, but even, <laughs> you know, the Webster dictionary has like three different definitions of truth in it. Uh, and they're all slightly incompatible with each other. Um, and I should have, I should have pulled it up here so I could read them out, but, but that was to me very interesting. You know, we all think of it as something very concrete. Um, and, and just observable and indisputable. But uh, when you get down to it, it's, it's quite malleable. Um, and, you know, so I liked that Molly was basically struggling with what she, you know, I, Molly and I had discussed that basically from her, her character's perspective, she is telling the truth. Yeah. And we give clues during the film that this may or may not be the case. Um, but then, you know, she finds a way at the end of the film to uh, assert her truth in the same way she feels others have been asserting their versions of truth on her. Um, and so she sort of gets, she gets to, uh, she gets to, to keep the truth, but she kind of lost her, lost faith in her idea of what it was, of what truth is to begin with. Well, and yeah, her her response in this scenario is feels like the most honest and the most frustrating representation at the same time. Like you understand how she feels, but at the same time, you're there. There's this there's this disconnect. It's like, well, wait a second. Um, and I, well, you know what? One of the things I wanted to ask you, too, because one of the comments that comes up is on sensitivity. Um, call, and, I, and I'm wondering if, you know, do you feel like as a culture, maybe we've, we've gotten too sensitive to, to drawing hard lines? I don't know. I think we've become aware of where lines have been drawn on us mm -hmm. or around us where we didn't previously see them, you know, a lot of we've been given the um, kind of language to, to see and understand where certain borders have been drawn and who's drawing them. Um, so I, I don't, 
It's an interesting question. I don't know if I would if I would say we've become too sensitive to it. I think that there will be. Uh, it's always destabilizing to explore when um, the world we live in might not be uh, guided uh, within our best interests or in a completely or in a way that, that that really gels with our idea of what truth is. You know, what's what's true for something for the purpose of keep of something might not be true for the purpose of of my life. Um, I know this. That, that I, I know that's not really a, a very articulate answer, but I don't think there is one. I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> no, it, I I totally understand because and the truth is in this <laughs> and the truth is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is a very small situation. This mm -hmm. is a minor traffic violation where one person actually it's really interesting too because she sits there and she says and he was really aggressive with me. But when you hear him him talking, it doesn't seem like he is, but you're not the person in that conversation. So there's that perception as well. And But this is a very, I'm, I'm using air quotes here, but minor, a minor example in mm -hmm. so many ways. But we see it continue to escalate um, when she locks in. She mm -hmm. locks in so hard to this story. Um I wanted to ask you a little bit too, because you, this conversation about uh, truth and astrology and, and, you know, fate, if you will, really escalates until, you know, really this, this, this dinner party, it really sort of becomes a thing. And I've been at awkward dinner parties like this, this is quite up there. Um, but I'm just wondering from your perspective, do you think we have control over who we are or are we always going to be or are we always going to be someone and cannot change? Um, I mean, I do think both are true and both are conflicting. Like I, uh, you know, most of the time I don't feel I have a ton of control. You know, I'm often reacting to the world around me and it's hard to know when you're actually being proactive and, and forming a path of your own, and if that's even possible. Um, that being said, I think, I think in order for us to, I, I don't think it's possible to, to live effectively without the idea that we can control our actions and do have control. Um, and I don't know which one is true. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if you, if you get right into the, you know, that there's lots of stuff like that people tell you and that really blows your mind in high school, et cetera, where it's like, you know, how can, how can you be, uh, even acting if, you know, uh, you know, you're, you, you see something and you act before your brain could process the information, you know, so are we just entirely living our lives like that? How can we be proactive if, if, you know? on like this molecular level or, or we actually can't be on this biological level, we're just reacting to things. So, so I don't know, I, I just think it's more interesting, uh, the fact that there isn't a clear, a clear, a clear answer. Yeah. Well, and, and sometimes it's, it's actually great to sit in that ambiguity and, and just like, this is, you know, I understand what you're saying. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. Um, just just on a personal level what do you think of molly not the actress the actress is wonderful <laughs> yes 
you know, you're friends with Molly. What what do you yeah. think of the scenario? Um, well, th that is, I mean, I know I've been that character mm -hmm. in situations. I know, I actually totally, in order for the film to, to, to work a little bit, like I had to write it fully understanding Molly. I understand where each character is coming from, but I knew that sort of the, um, the odds are stacked against Molly in the film. The odds that people are going to, you know, you know that she's rubbing people the wrong way because she's, she's just not, you know, letting the river take her away and, and not fight anything. Um, but I'm a, you know, I, I, I really respect that the character has to, you know, is fighting for something that she believes is unjust. I, I don't think she is unaware of how small it is, but also she's very aware of, um, sort of what it signifies, that it is a significant thing, you know, if she sees this cop lying, you know, yes, I know it's not this big thing. Yes, I know I wasn't, you know, in a lot of danger, but you let them get away with it. And, you know, that's how big things happen. So, so there's, you know, it's a ridiculous way, I think, to touch on bigger topics, but I, I think that that's, that, that's kind of fun for me. I, I totally think I would be annoyed by, you know, someone like Molly in my life sometimes. Uh, I, I, I have been. Uh, and, you know, it's more fun that there are, there are times that I like her. There are times that I'm really irritated by her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Where do you, where do you stand? <laughs> oh, man. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's funny. When I was watching it, what I was thinking to myself was there are times when I couldn't, where I can't stand her. And there's times when I am her. And, and that was the most maddening part of it is because it was, it was just, you know, when you're on the outside, it's easy to say, can you, can you let it go? Like you have an out here, $50, it's not bad, but for her, it's so far beyond, you know, the cost it's about this thing. So, I mean, it is easy to judge a character when you're not, when you're on the outside of that world. Mm -hmm. And so for myself, I'm sitting there watching it and I thought, man, I, I, I both love her and despise her at the same time. Um, because I, because I think there's a little bit of Molly in all of us. Yeah. Um, just, just even the fact they take a little piece of a story and say, this is definitively exactly what it is. And this is why it's wrong. And, and to lose sight of the larger picture and stuff. I mean, my goodness, it's, it, that's what I mean. I, I had so much fun watching it. I was it, in uh, that, uh, you know, I absolutely connected with her for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm glad. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you can connect and still be uh, annoyed with, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Um, you know what? Um, just wondering, as we're starting to wrap up, Adrian, what is it that you hope that people take away from the film? Uh, I, I don't want to be very prescriptive with what they get. I mean, I, I, I think that that I think it'll be interesting to to identify with Molly uh, or to recognize, you know, people you've known like Molly and, uh, you know, the I don't want to be prescriptive about, you know, I can talk about all the ideas we put into the film and all that. But at the end of the day, it's if you. You know the the I heard it I heard it said the other day you know that uh, the audience is the final participant in making a film so I don't really want to tell them what to do with it um, but 
aside from we put a lot of work into it and uh, we do think it's a rewarding experience. I really appreciate that. It, it certainly is. And I understand exactly what you're saying. It, it's fascinating to me. You know, I've, I've heard the people say, like you said, the audience is a final participant. Like once you've created some art, you are completely out of control mm -hmm. as to what people take away from it. And, and certainly I think that'll be the case with retrograde. So um, yeah. thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Anytime, anytime. I uh, wish you the best. Thank you. Great. Have a great day.